Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are here with me today. Oh, we've got a wonderful, enlightening show in store for you today. Ooh, already getting some thumbs up from our fans on the Facebook live stream. Thank you, Dana. Always a pleasure to have our fans tuning in on the Facebook live stream as well as on talkradio.nyc. So uh, it's been a wonderful week since last we checked in. And of course, we start off our show, as always, with our quotes of the day from the universe and from Abraham. Let's see what the universe and Abraham has in store for us today. First, from the universe. For your information, it really is an itty-bitty world you live in. To me, anyhow. And if you see it like that, too, just watch how your challenges shrink. Ah, the magic of a chosen perspective, huh? The universe. Ah, we love our quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe and from Abraham. I think the universe today kind of reminding us how important perspective is and how sometimes we think we are in the middle of some huge, tremendous challenge, um, whereas if we change our perspective, maybe it's not quite as challenging, not quite as uh, uh, life-threatening as we have a tendency to think they are. Um, And that perspective is something I talk personally a lot about because our perspective really dictates a lot of our state, of how we feel, of our state of mind. And when we have a very short perspective, sometimes we we do ourselves a disservice because in the short term, things can seem very disempowering. They can seem very crazy. But if we can zoom out and take a bigger perspective and take more time to, to, to look over things over the grander scheme of things, suddenly things aren't quite as serious perhaps as we once thought they were. Uh, I always like to say in my workshops, if you know, we've all had something that's happened in our lives lives, perhaps 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago, that at the time the event happened, it was the most awful, gut-wrenching, horrible thing that we could have imagined. But now, 5, 10, 15, 20 years later, we look back on that exact same event and we laugh. Or we talk about how it was the greatest uh, period of growth for us in our lives. I always say, like, why wait 15, 20 years? <laughs> why not, in, you know, reserve the judgment as to whether it's something good or bad to kind of help to get through it at the time? So perspective is extremely, extremely important. Thank you, universe. Let's see what Abraham has in store for us today, fresh from the inbox. From Abraham. Your action has nothing to do with your abundance. Your abundance is a response to your vibration. Of course, your belief is part of your vibration. So if you believe that action is part of what brings you abundance, then you've got to unravel that. Abraham. So this is uh, one of these wonderful quotes from Abraham uh, talking about the law of attraction and just talking about sort of our energetic state in general. And what Abraham is saying is that abundance, flow, 
prosperity. You know, we, especially in the West, we have a tendency to think those are some things we have to work really hard at and we have to effort and struggle and put lots of hours in. And, and because that's part of our belief, then that is part of our vibration. And then we have to put that level of effort forward to really tap into a, the abundance that's all around us. But again, if we can shift our perspective and change our belief that abundance is sort of our natural state, that abundance is all around us, right? There's an abundance of air, right? We don't have to work hard to have enough air to breathe. We have enough air to breathe around us. Life takes care of us. If, bless you, <laughs> if, if, if we shift our perspective and our focus and, and our belief that abundance comes to us naturally without effort, then we don't need to make as much effort. And I believe what Abraham is really trying to say here is that our energetic state has a lot to do with the things we believe in. And the more we shift those beliefs, the easier we can make it on ourselves. But if we believe that things are hard, if we believe like it's going to be a struggle, if we believe like people are difficult, then things are going to be a struggle. People are going to be difficult and it's going to be hard for us. And so it's really about sort of taking responsibility for for what's happening because based on what we believe in, that's kind of how we energetically show up and then that dictates everything else. So you guys know, I I talk about this a lot. From my perspective, everything is energy first. It's something energetic first, and and then eventually we focus upon it. We 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 continue to reinforce it, and it gets reinforced until it becomes physical. So if we can work on the energetic side of things first, then we can avoid a lot of the uh, mishigas that we tend to give ourselves, the craziness, the, the 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 troubles that we give ourselves in the physical world. And, and one way, as our first quote from the universe talked about, to, to change that belief is merely by perspective. And it's one of the things that, that having lived 50 some odd years, you know, for myself personally, the more you live, the different perspective you have. And, and it was interesting. Someone even said to the other day how, um, you know, when you're young, you have a tendency to care a lot about what other people think and, and society and different things. And the older you get, you have a tendency to care less about what other people think. And it's more about what you think and feel. And uh, he was saying how like the, the older the people are that he works with, the less and less they care about what other people are thinking. And he says like, you know, 60 year old, a 70 year old, they come in and it's like, ah, you know, who cares what other people think? I'm here to do my work. I'm here to, to show up and to be who, who I am. And so just that those extra years give us that extra perspective that help us to see what's truly important in life and, and what's not really that important in life. So two wonderful quotes of the day from the universe and from Abraham all about perspective and vibration and abundance. I hope you enjoyed them. Of course, next week we'll have two more quotes for you.
And now it is my extreme pleasure to welcome to the studio the Venerable Lama Abbe Tilku Jime Thupen Tendarimpoche. I hope I got that right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it is a pleasure to have you back with us in studio. Um, Laba, Lama Abai Rinpoche was born in Darjeeling, India in 1973. When he was only nine years old, he was already fully initiated into monkhood. The tutor of His Holiness the Dalai Lama, His Eminence the Kabashe Ling Rinpoche gave him his vows and named him Thupen Tendar. When he was just 12 years old, His Holiness the Dalai Lama identified him as the reincarnation of the hermit Lama Abe Labsang Tenzin Rinpoche, who lived in a cave and was famous for his supernatural powers. And so we're glad to have a modern incarnation uh, here with us in the studio today. Welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Abbe Rinpoche. Thank you so much. Uh, my pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you for taking the time while you're in town to come in. It was wonderful having you here. I think it was at least two years ago the last time you yeah. were here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a while. So things are a little bit different than last time you were here in in the United States, kind of in the world. Uh, we see sort of this reflection uh, in uh, the political views and in, in some ways also just sort of people's attitude towards each other. And, and one thing that I find now is there seems to be a lot less tolerance in certain places. I mean, in New York City, there's still a lot of tolerance and in many other places there are, but still there seems because of the rhetoric, because of what's going on in sort of the politics, that I feel like there are a lot more angry people. That, that anger and hatred is something that we're seeing expressed much more so now in, in a very obvious way than before. And uh, I, I would love to just to start, we only got a couple of minutes before we go to break, but at least just to start with the topic of, of how to work with people who, when we find them who are angry and, and who have a lot of hate inside them. How do we dispel those energies? First, I'm, I'm very happy to come here again. This is uh, second or third time. Yeah. Thank you so much for your kind, uh, great opportunity to interview and who's listening this radio I want to best wishes and I want to say greetings for everybody and uh, thank you very much for your great opportunity to give me this opportunity and thank you very much for organizer Sherry hmm. and through that uh, I hopefully many people will benefit from my uh, ideas or something like that. Mm -hmm. My opinion is uh, through anger, uh, I feel that uh, in America or New York or anywhere, more and more people they are suffering yeah. from anger. Mm -hmm. Therefore, I think best idea to how to reduce their anger, mm -hmm. when we get up in the morning uh, to motivate in the morning mm -hmm. every morning they do 
motivate. If you motivate, how to motivate in the morning? When we get up in the morning, immediately think, today I'm very fortunate, I'm still in the life. Today I'm not angry with my family, my friends, my animal, other people, other animals. I love them, I help them as much as I can. If I can't help them, I never harm to them. Right. Morning motivation is very important. Yes. Through that, and then during the daytime, still remember our motivation. This is very helpful. Right. Okay. Thank you so much. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Abbe Rinpoche. Um, we're going to take a short break. Uh, when we come back, I want to. I'll tell a little story of just uh, an experience I had not too long ago uh, with sort of an angry situation and how I dealt with it. And we'll continue talking about uh, all kinds of things to help us uh, with our daily lives today. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. want to connect with are you an entrepreneur or entrepreneur looking to build your following welcome to our show follow, follow me friday, friday with joan and priya tune in every friday at noon eastern on talkradio.nyc we're, we're your digital, digital connectors, connectors. <laughs> <laughs> talking alternative radio 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I'm very pleased you're here with us. And in studio, we have the Venerable Lama Abe Rinpoche with us again for the second or third time. I can't even remember now. <laughs> so we, we were talking uh, before the break about sort of how to deal with anger and hatred. And, and uh, Lama Abe Rinpoche talked about, you know, when we get up in the morning to, to think about our motivation and that at the very least to do no harm, right? Like the Hippocratic Oath. We may not be able to help every situation, but at least we do no harm. And it reminded me... Just for myself personally, I had a situation not that long ago where I was waiting in line at a drugstore to buy some little things, and there were a number of people in front of me, and the line was just moving kind of slowly. And there was this one uh, older white gentleman, and in front of him uh, there was a black woman, an older black woman, and she was you know, because of her age. She was like a little bit slow at the cashier and figuring things out and everything else. 
And when she finally finished and, and she started to walk away, he went up to the cash register and he turns to her and he says something to her uh, in a very mean tone of like, you know, you're not the only person here. There are other people waiting. And, you know, he just says something like really nasty to her. And, and I was really kind of taken aback because, you know, this woman's obviously, you know, at least 15, 20 years older than him. She's probably in her 70s. And, I mean, so it was taking a little bit longer, right? That's what happens, you know, when they're, you're waiting online for something. Things take time a little bit. And, and so he, like, it was what was a little bit abrupt to the cashier, and then the guy walks out. And the woman was still there, and she was looking at her stuff. And so when I went up to the cash register, I said to her, I said, you know, don't let his nastiness ruin your day. It wasn't about you. It was about him. And she she smiled at me and she said, thank you. And I could just see her whole face kind of light up um, because I made that effort to show her a little bit of kindness because, uh, you know, I felt that what this gentleman had, had done to her and said to her was completely inappropriate. So I'm wondering um, if, if Abbe Rinpoche, if, if you maybe have some other suggestions of when we see uh, people um, being, uh, you know, mean to other people, being, you know, showing their anger to other people, you know, what can we do as a, a third person uh, to help a situation like that? Yeah, it's a very great question. My opinion is... Uh I think those shopkeeper, uh, he or she don't have an uh, impatience. He or she need more patience because this uh, person, he or she, she is very little bit old, right. and she needs to take time because uh, she's not like us to right. physical and mentally and anything. Not enough s- strong, therefore stack time. Therefore, uh, usually all the people we are same, same, same M, same. Uh, what we call same human being, same mentally, same emotions. Right. Everything we are same human being. Therefore. Normally, uh, I believe we have a, a six consciousness. Six consciousness. Number one is eye consciousness. Number two is air consciousness. Mm-hmm. Number three is nose consciousness. Number four is tongue consciousness, and number sorry, number fifth is body consciousness, and mm-hmm. last number is mind consciousness. Okay. Many people in the world they are not interesting about the mind consciousness. Only their interesting five senses. Therefore, ah. it is a very mistake. I think if we see, if we check ourselves, then how's my mind? Is my mind more positive or negative or neutral? Then change or transform to our negative mind to transform to the positive mind. Then positive mind bring us peace positive mind bring us harmony life harmony life is not from the only material harmony life is come from the our own 
positive mind. This is very important. Right. right. Yeah. A lot of people don't realize sort of how much we're responsible for how we feel, right? Like yeah. sometimes people think that just what happens in the world, you know, causes us to feel a certain way. Well, it's because this person did that or this, you know, situation happened that it makes me feel good or bad or indifferent. But really, we're responsible for how we feel. Yeah. Yes, by by how we see things, yeah. by how we look at things, by our perspective, as I talked about earlier. Yeah. My opinion is, uh, yeah, everybody take responsibility, uh, he or her self, will make peaceful mind. Right. For example, he, uh, for here, a uh, few people, five or six different people, everybody take responsibility, everybody make meaningful life. Meaningful life means uh, not only nice clothes, nice food, Meaningful mind, uh, meaningful life means uh, our number six mind consciousness. Mm -hmm. Mind consciousness is more beautiful, more compassionate mind, right. more tolerant mind, right. more humility mind. Right. If we make this, then we make ourselves peaceful mind. Right. For example, here six or seven different people, then we make seven different people will make himself or herself make peaceful mind. Mm -hmm. Through that, seven different family we mm -hmm. can make peaceful mind. Seven different family make 70 family happy life. Mm -hmm. 70 family will make 700 family happy <laughs> life. <laughs> then gradually our society make happy life. Right. Then gradually nation happy life. Then gradually our country's happy life. Mm. Then gradually in the world peace is possible. Mm. World peace, when we make world peace, is one ladder. Well, we need one ladder. Uh, it's not possible, world peace. World peace, for example, we individual take responsibility. Then through that, we make our family, our friends, our society, our country then the world peace is possible mm. i told you one family one person will make one family one family will make 100 100 family make 1000 then gradually right. growing this right. is possible from right I, I remember one time i heard somebody say that in order to have world peace we need to make peace with our world so if we as individuals are at peace with the world around us, then what you're saying is we help to affect those people around us. And as they, as we are more peaceful, they become more peaceful. And then those people whose lives they touch become more peaceful and we can spread the peace around. Yeah. Now, now you have been a monk since you were nine years old. So you live a very different life than probably most of my listeners. Yeah. Um, so, but as a monk, do you even feel unpeaceful at times? Are there times when the emotions come up for you or, or because of the way you live, it doesn't really happen for you? Of course, we are, we are same feeling you okay. have 
sometimes happy, sometimes unhappy, no. sometimes neutral. <laughs> But uh, I believe here in America or Europe or Asia and different country and different society. Mm-hmm. In the, our monastery, all the time we praying, we are study, we do meditations. Nice. Here, people are very stressful and a lot of work, a lot nice. of uh, not have chance like us. Yeah, very busy life. Very busy life. Yes. Therefore, of course, through the stress, through the worries, bring anger. Nice. Therefore, yeah, we all everybody have happy or unhappy. Everybody have. Uh, anger or like this right. but uh, we are a little bit less i think western people have a little bit more i mm, guess right, right yeah I mean, and that's something that i i hear people say often is they feel like oh it's so easy for a monk to just sit and meditate all day long but i have to go to work and i have to take care of my kids and i have all these responsibilities it's it's not so easy to you know take that time and be present and do those things but uh, those same practices that you do are what's essential for the rest of us to have a more peaceful life right that yeah. that that just being able to take the time even if it's only 15 or 20 minutes every day to meditate that that can help to uh, for us to have that relationship to peace with ourselves so that we can at least try to bring more peace to our lives. Yeah. Of course, uh normally people for example, normal people need think family, children bring to school, bring to bring back home from school and bring yeah. to work so many hours and hours and auspicious time all the time is so working, working, working. Then not have chance to think so much like us meditation studies practice therefore i'm sure they have a more if who become monk and nun we have a more chance to opportunity to practice right. but uh, depend uh, attitude right. dharma means uh, practice means not like become monk and nuns mm-hmm. whatever your work i told you before uh in the morning motivations when right. we get up then after that when you go back on school or mm-hmm. hospital or office or whatever you traveling from your side uh, you lot of speech i think many people care from your sound and you make a lot of good karma from your speech <laughs> good karma <Thank> karma <laughs> have three different karma uh-huh. body karma and uh-huh. mind karma and speech karma uh-huh. I I believe your karma is very good for the speech karma and mind karma therefore mainly is attitude yeah and also happy or unhappy depend our attitude yeah happy or unhappy is depend our behavior yeah therefore I think uh, uh if we can practice right. definitely we can practice as well right. lay person and to love more your children love more your wife dogs cats is very good right i think american people love too much to the 
animals is uh, very good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know a lot of people who love their animals much more than their fellow human beings sometimes. <laughs> uh, yes, animals do bring us a tremendous amount of love. So, all right, wonderful. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to touch upon some other topics that are sometimes some things that are not so easy for us to deal with in our day-to-day life. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. And our guest this hour is Lama Abe Rinpoche. And we will be right back. You are listening to the Talking Alternative Network. If you have an interest in marijuana, you want to know about marijuana, law, policy, and culture... Then feel free to join me, Joseph A. Bondi, every Friday at 11 o'clock in the morning on my show, In the Know 420 on TalkingAlternative.com. Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. And we're hosts of The Rob and Callie Show. Are you looking for a show that talks about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? then you have come to the right place because we cover topics ranging from chivalry to gratitude to your relationship with money and everything in between. So listen to us on The Robin Callie Show Tuesdays, 8 to 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.myc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're talking this hour with the Venerable Lama Abe Rinpoche. And uh, we've been talking a lot about anger and hatred and kind of how to deal with that and how to cultivate a more peaceful uh, presence within ourselves that we can then bring to other people. Um, uh, Lama Abe, I would love to, to, to get your perspective on, on something that I see a lot of my friends, a lot of people I know are dealing with these days, which is around death, losing loved ones. I, I know many, many people who have lost family members, uh, spouses, uh, friends, and uh, a lot of people I know, they have a hard time dealing with the death of somebody they know, and it's a, a big loss. How... I'm just wondering, like, how can we have a, a better perspective on, on death and dying that can help us with dealing with, uh, um, you know, these kinds of situations? Mm-hmm. I think uh, somebody dead, then somebody alive. Live people are suffering, right? Right. It's, uh, I think it is come from our attachment. It's come from attachment, our attachment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the sufferings are come from attach. Uh, sorry, come from the their own cause. Okay. Therefore, 
uh, how to deal with the uh, how to uh, this sadness reduce or disappear my opinion is think of the impermanent mm. if you think of the impermanent mm-hmm. impermanence and our attachment will be reduced right attachment uh, sorry impermanent is attachments antidote ah okay therefore all the all the positive emotions all the negative emotions are uh antidote i see therefore if you improve your impermanent our attachment will be reduced so basically to try to see things as like everything always changes and yeah. that nothing is truly permanent yeah. and yeah. and actually even this planet is not permanent because one day billions of years from now right the sun will heat up and explode and you know the earth will be gone so yeah. i mean in a in a again the very grand perspective having that bigger perspective that everything is impermanent, yeah. including ourselves. Yeah. yeah. And uh, impermanent, if you if we think of the impermanent, everything impermanent, then we are not so much attached. I see. Then therefore, uh, impermanent, who have more education or who have more practice, right. impermanent, then less attached. Right. For example, Mm, when you stay in the hotel right we are not decoration to our room right, right. because we are living right. tomorrow or next ah. week therefore same like this he uh, this life uh not too much attached for the body for the mind for the body and speech mm-hmm. more importantly when people dead we can't bring anything for the house car right right uh, still our clothes we can't bring still our body not bring mm-hmm. what can we bring only we can bring only karma right. all the karma from when we get up and just sleep we are moving karma mm. means action ah. from body action from mind action okay. from speech action right. three action three karma body mind and speech right. those three karma imprint to the our consciousness okay consciousness is uh, still process from mm-hmm. this life to next life next life to future life is right. well. therefore is if we need the next life good person then we must more body positive mind positive and speech positive mm these all are very important these all are very strongly imprint to the our consciousness therefore everywhere uh, who is uh, um practice religious it doesn't matter christian catholic hinduism right. sikhism buddhism doesn't matter what is important we are same human being right. human being life is very auspicious human being life is very Uh, ability and all the positive emotions are improved all the negative emotions are we can reduce mm. we have this ability we have we have this wisdom this we try to meaningful life mm. then this life this life will be meaningful life 
and next life will be very meaningful life as well. Right, right. Yeah, it, it's it's sort of one of the things I always like to remind myself when there's some loss is uh, even according to the laws of physics, right? The first law of thermodynamics is energy cannot be created nor destroyed. It merely transforms state. And so a person's consciousness, their energy is never lost. It, it merely transforms state. And so I guess what you're saying is with the karma is the more good actions that we do, the more we are helpful, positive, uh, trying to do good in the world, the more that energy carries through, uh, not just in, in this life, but in whatever future lives we may have. And, you know, not everybody believes in reincarnation, but as a friend of mine likes to say, I do believe in recycling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, so let me just ask you a little bit more about karma, because sometimes I feel people misunderstand karma, yeah. that they feel karma is just like, oh, if, if somebody hurts me one life, then I'm going to hurt them the next life. Um, but karma isn't really about retribution right it's not really about um if if uh you know i do something bad this life then some people are going to do bad things to my life it's really more about learning isn't it karma means action 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 positive action mm -hmm. negative action right. and neutral action right. good karma will bring peace and happy bad karma will bring suffering and unhappy therefore uh, what is important karma is action therefore all the actions all the what we do from body mind and speech all the imprint to the our consciousness therefore it's a good karma is very helpful for example some people is very very short life when people uh, short life why this person is short life we believe he or she previous life kill other person or uh. he or she did suicide previous life uh. therefore these consequences for this life he still become human being but his life is very short, short. therefore it is karma uh. some people is very rich why he is rich because he or she generous spectres in the previous life. Ah. This is one reason got good karma. Mm -hmm. Some people is very poor because he or she did some major mm. last life. Very true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Therefore, Therefore. is uh, poor. All the things, whatever we have this life, I believe is karma. Mm. For example, kuns, kuns two children born together oh twins yeah twins yeah but they are same mother same father they're right. born same time but they are different attitude yes why different karma ah. for example may i give you one example certainly some children when the beginning lifetime they're born everything is very fantastic mm -hmm. for example he uh he or her father and mother's relation is very good. Mm -hmm. And their family's uh, financial is very good. Mm -hmm. He or she have a sweet 
chocolate, biscuits, whatever he or she <laughs> have, shared with his brothers and sisters and friends and animals, he or she have naturally love. Mm. Why? He's come from his previous life. Uh. Unfortunately, some children, when the beginning beginning lifetime, his father and mother's relation is not good. Right. Financial is not good. Mm-hmm. And he or she is small small mistake very very angry mm. when he or she saw some small animals they like kill animals mm. why he or she have this uh, bad behavior mm-hmm. it is he or she previous life used lot of anger lot of ah. jealousy lot of ego this karma bring this life still suffering mm, we see. don't need suffering but we need peace Right. But like this. Make sense? I understand. So so it's these things come back in a sense to teach us a lesson. Yeah. So because of our our actions, our thoughts, our deeds in previous lifetimes and they it our life shows up a certain way this lifetime is really the result or the consequence of our actions previous lifetime and I think hopefully this lifetime may be things a little more difficult for us than we learn maybe I should be more compassionate maybe I should be more helpful and and not be so cruel ultimately is the idea I just want to give a quick shout out to our viewers on Facebook our Facebook live stream thank you Debbie Priya and Cole Uh, you're all very near and dear to my heart glad you're enjoying the show um so is karma though it doesn't just go from life to life like even within a lifetime we could potentially see the consequence of our karma no like like what we do early in life um can lead to something good uh happening later on in our life yeah karma um, if we do good karma we must appreciate today i'm very fortunate yeah, yeah. i'm very uh, i help him i help her i have them i have my animal dogs cats whatever right. it's very appreciate and dedicate right. if we do some bad karma how we reduce the bad karma we do regret or sadness mm-hmm. through the good karma Mm. Bad karma reduce only one solution. We make good karma. Mm. When we improve our good karma from body, mind, speech, mm-hmm. then bad karma will reduce. Mm. This is one best solution. Wonderful, yeah. wonderful. Okay, please, uh, everybody, make good karma. Yes, <laughs> yes. So, so do lots of good things. Don't worry about your reward; it it will come. Um, but I think sometimes just doing good karma is its own reward because when we do good things, when we help other people, we feel good ourselves. So, believe it or not, it's time for us to take our last break of the show. When we come back, um, let's find out like what are some of the projects. Uh, Lamabe is working on and and how you can learn more about them. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. My guest this hour is Venerable Lama Abe Rinpoche, and we will be right back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. 
This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to SecretsOfTheSire.com. Hello, this is Mark Torres. And Pronto Comic Zone, Dominic Sperano. And listen to our show, It Came From The Radio, right here on talkradio.nyc, every Wednesday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We talk about entertainment, movies, comic books, and other news. So make sure you check us out. That's right here, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, every Wednesday, talkradio.nyc. TalkingAlternative.com Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Uh, we've been speaking this hour with Lama Abe Rinpoche, uh, a Tibetan Buddhist monk here in studio with us. Oh, we have another dear friend on the Facebook live stream, Brigitte. Welcome, Brigitte. Glad you're tuning in today. Um, if you see our dear friend Bante, please tell him all about the show. Uh, I have a very dear friend of mine who was the former owner of this uh, space, the radio show, then who became a Theravada. Uh, monk who actually happens to be in town right now so uh, I, I guess I have a lot of monk friends I might have wow. been a monk in another life I don't know uh, so Abbe Rinpoche you, you have uh, uh, some projects you're working on you have uh, some things you would like to let our people know about yes I have a one project uh, to build uh, my temple uh, my library and my clinic. Okay. Since 2009, I bought land. And 2013, uh, in March, I took water from the land. Mm-hmm. 2013, November, I make fences around the land. Mm-hmm. Now, I am, my project is, I have three floor, oh. ground floor and f- first floor and second floor. Okay. Ground floor, I have uh, five bedrooms and five bathrooms, okay. one kitchen and one clinic. Ah, okay. And uh, first floor, I have uh, seven bedrooms, one library, one yoga room. Okay. And uh, second floor, I have a man temple there uh-huh. and five bedrooms and five bathrooms and one living room. Uh-huh. This is my project. And, and where is this property? This is come um, to South India at Gandhan so. Monastery. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, they have uh, nearly 3,000 monks. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's a big monastery. Big monastery, university there. Mm-hmm. All the monks there study uh, Buddhist philosophy. 
I see. At the moment, I have a six-month students. Mm-hmm. My, my plan is when I succeed my project, I like help mm-hmm. uh, to 25 months ah, students. Okay. Then when they studies and studies and studies, after uh, when they become, when they studies Buddhist philosophy, mm-hmm. then after they become Gishi, Gishi means uh, doctor of Buddhist philosophy. Ah. Then after they travel to in the world to contribute, continue to people in the world. My. This is my ambition. I see. I This see. is not only for the monk students, also is student for Western students, mm-hmm. Eastern students. Mm-hmm. All my relatives, friends can mm-hmm. come and meditate there right. and relax there. Right. Right. So this is a place that's like a sanctuary for people who want to come and and find a place where they can feel the peace, where they can meditate, where yeah. they can be apart from the regular craziness of the yeah. world out there. They're at the moment in the America and New York City is very busy. Yes. People can come and relax and meditate, and then they learn how monks live, how right. monks studies. Right. Yeah. Right, so so you've been traveling around for a little while now, uh, uh, letting people know about this project to help to raise money yeah. for this project. So you're accepting contributions from people to help yeah. with this project. Yeah, and I understand that if if people are interested, they can uh, PayPal you. They can send you some money, and your email address is a Rinpoche. That's a r i n p o c h e seventy three at gmail.com yeah this is my email right and everybody can support for my project mm-hmm. it will be very beneficial five mm-hmm. dollar or any dollars is possible mm-hmm. and I'm, i will be very appreciate to your kind support uh, okay and you get some good karma for that right yeah you <laughs> 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 have to remind people like you know supporting this is something i've learned from my friend the theravadan monk that by supporting uh, people who have dedicated their life to a spiritual practice right we help you to uh, become more enlightened to 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 achieve uh, greater um uh to achieve greater uh, uh, uh levels or understanding and you by your by us helping to support you to uplift you uplift us and mm-hmm. that we benefit from that too even if we don't necessarily see the physical benefit right away it, it will in a energetic sense in a karmic sense uh, benefit us as well yeah. yeah this is very beneficial When I successful the project, people can come and meditate, and I also my clinic to not for only Tibetan mm-hmm. medicine, right. also Western medicine. Western ah. teachers invite and teach to the monks and nuns and Tibetan people and Indian local people how to health right. is important, how to eat. Right. Western people uh, have good knowledge about the health. Right. Therefore, they, I like invite them, right. and sometimes I like invite to spiritual great master to give teachings and blessings. Right. Yeah, this right. is my ambition. Uh, I'm I'm curious: is there any particular reason why you chose that particular location? Yeah. Since I'm seven year old, I became monk this place, mm-hmm. Ganden Monastery. 
Gandhian monastery's great master Lama Lama Songkhabas he made this Gandhian monastery. Right. At the moment they have uh, nearly 3000 monks there. Ah. Therefore I think uh, and after that 10 minutes they have a Jibung monastery. Ah. They have uh, 4500 monks there. Ah. Then I think this is a very great opportunity to build some temple their temple and many right. people many monks many nuns and many Tibetan local people and indian local people they benefit from us right this right. is my ambition right and and if people are here locally in new york city i know you recently just did an event at the tibet house yeah. on i believe it's 15th street yeah yeah so in the monday uh june 5th i gave teachings and blessing in tibet house mm-hmm. and yesterday at Rubin Museum I did some short blessing oh, there Oh at the Rubin Museum yeah. yes uh, it's a beautiful uh, people Tibetan are very museum. enjoyed yes I'm if sure. you like I can mm. do some short blessings as well I uh, hopefully people get some benefit from uh, can you do it in about three minutes yeah okay let's do a quick blessing you listeners you are so lucky so let's get our blessing Yeah. 
זה רנזה סמוגתי סוהה גוואדי נוטו דמם בגבו דוקיונה דוואצ'י כמלבדי סלה גבשו Thank you so much, uh, Lama Abay Rinpoche. It's been a pleasure, an absolute pleasure having you back in studio. And, uh, Thank you very much for your giving me great opportunity. I hopefully many people will benefit from us. Yes, I hope so. We'll continue to share uh, the podcast. Uh, we'll go out. Uh, as for those of you who don't know, we're on iHeartRadio now. We're on iTunes. We have a wonderful intern, uh, Leah, who's helping us with getting everything up to date. So we'll get a lot of the stuff up as well as on the Facebook live stream, sharing that out. And then once again, if you would uh, like to support Lama Abe Rinpoche, you can s- happily send him donations his email address is a r i n p o c h e 73 at gmail.com thank you all for listening we're out of time don't forget to tune in on fridays for our shows in the no 420 follow me friday and uh tony martinetti nonprofit radio we will talk to you next week You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Who do you want to connect with? Are you an entrepreneur or intrapreneur looking to build your following? Welcome to our show. Follow Me Friday with Joan and Priya. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern on talkradio.nyc. We're, We're your digital connectors. connectors. Woo-hoo! <laughs> <laughs>Hey, all you crazy listeners, looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on talkingalternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. 
Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. And we're hosts of The Rob and Callie Show. Are you looking for a show that talks about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? Then you have come to the right place because we cover topics ranging from chivalry to gratitude to your relationship with money and everything in between. So listen to us on The Rob and Callie Show Tuesdays, 8 to 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.myc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. 